Bapak Ibu sudah bawa Alkitab sudah malam hari ini. Let's uh, go to Mark chapter 1. Mari kita sama-sama Markus pasal 1. I really believe the angels are going to be in strong manifestation tonight. Saya percaya bahwa malam hari ini manifestasi malaikat itu akan sangat kuat. The angels are going to come into the room tonight. Malaikat Tuhan akan masuk ke tempat ini malam hari ini. And we're going to go to Mark chapter 1. Markus pasal 1. And I just want to teach on one verse. Saya hanya ingin mengajarkan satu ayat. And I'm going to use this verse as a uh, like in a swimming pool you have a, a diving board to spring off from. Saudara jadi saya akan memakai uh, ayat ini sebagai papan loncat seperti papan loncat yang ada di kolam renang. Uh, a few years ago I taught from this verse while in Jakarta. Saudara uh, beberapa tahun lalu saya pernah ngajar lewat ayat ini ketika saya di Jakarta di tempat di JP juga. But but tonight is just a springboard to dive off. Tapi hari ini uh, ayat ini akan menjadi seperti papan loncat saudara seperti papan loncat yang ada di pinggir kolam renang untuk melompat. So let's pray. Jadi mari berdoa. Heavenly Father, as we go into your word, let your Holy Spirit illuminate our eyes and the eyes of our heart that we can see it, understand it, and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, we all say Amen. Praise God. Nah, uh, the verse I want to go to is verse 35. We're only going to be on this verse for a few minutes. But there's a lot of revelation in this verse. There, there's also a supernatural promise attached to this verse. Where God says if you do this, this is what will happen for you. Jadi Tuhan katakan kalau kamu melakukan ini maka ini akan terjadi kepadamu. And I'll show you what that is in just a minute. Dan nanti saya akan tunjukkan kepada Bapak Saudara apa itu. Now in the morning having risen a long while before daylight. Pagi-pagi benar waktu hari masih gelap sebelum matahari terbit. Well, uh, what time did the sun come up today in Jakarta? Sore di Jakarta jam berapa? 6:00. Right, pull the curtains back and it was 6:00. It was already up. Saudara, jadi jam 6 pagi sudah matahari sudah terbit di atas langit Jakarta. So if Jesus were in Jakarta, what time would he have gotten up? Jadi kalau Yesus di Jakarta, itu dia bangun jam berapa kira-kira ya, saudara? I know Pastor Steve. Oh, saya, saya tahu Pastor Steve. At 5:45 he was up. <laughs> jam 5:45 dia God's not a legalist. He doesn't put you under bondage. Tuhan itu bukan seorang yang terikat pada hukum Dia akan kita hukum But we do know it was a long time before the sun ever came up. Tapi kita tahu dari ayat ini bahwa Tuhan bangun jauh sebelum matahari ini terbit. I would say probably at least one hour, maybe two, maybe maybe three. So and he's up. Okay. It says he went out and departed to a solitary place. Uh, it says he went out. That's the greatest challenge you'll ever find. Now, every one of you needs sleep. Unless you're from the planet Krypton, you need sleep. <laughs> and yes, I need sleep also. 
Jesus needs sleep. But, but watch this. You have to be careful with sleep. Sleep can be one of the greatest corruptors of your destiny. Somebody really should write that down. Remember, a long pencil is better than a short memory. Oh, actually, a short pencil is better than a long memory. Too much sleep can be one of the greatest corruptors of your destiny. Especially if you're sleeping during your harvest time. Your, your window of harvest is very, very short period of time. In the natural, the fruit is on that tree only for about a few days, and if it stays too long, it now begins to rot. So you may not get all the sleep that you always want, especially in harvest time. Jadi saudara, dengar baik, kau nggak mungkin bisa tidur dengan nyenyak lagi, khususnya ketika waktu penuaian dalam hidup putera lima. And that's something the Holy Spirit can help you with. Dan Roh Kudus akan menolong kita dengan hal itu. So it says he went out. Jadi kita katakan Yesus keluar. If you just get out of bed, you have already won 90% of the challenge. Saudara, kalau kau berani aja bangun dari tempat tidurmu, maka kau sudah menang 90% dari tantangan itu. If you try to pray while you're still laying in the bed, we all know what's going to happen. You're going to fall back to sleep. Kalau kau masih coba berdoa ketika kau masih berbaring, yaudah aku berdoa sambil berbaring tidur saja. Kita tahu sama-sama sembilan puluh persen kita tidur lagi. So we all know the spirit is very willing, but your flesh is weak. Kita tahu roh itu penurut, tetapi daging lemah. So you have to get up, get out of bed. Jadi kita harus keluar dari kasur kita. Will you say yes, Pastor Stephen, by God's grace? Saudara, mau katakan ya, Pastor Stephen, oleh anugerah Tuhan. That's the hardest part. If you just get past that, you'll be okay. Saudara, bagian bangun itu paling sulit. Kalau sudah lewati bagian bangun, maka sisanya bisa beres. He went to a solitary place. Saudara, kita bilang dia pergi ke tempat di mana dia bisa menyendiri. Get out of the house with all the other disciples. Keluar, keluar dari rumah di mana di situ ada murid-murid, murid-murid tadi. Peter is snoring too loud. You can't pray to concentrate. Kenapa? Karena Petrus snoroknya terlalu kencang. Saudara, tidak bisa konsentrasi orang doa. John, the beloved apostle. Yohanes rasul yang dikasih. Israel knows he's tossing around the bed having dreams. Tidurnya tak bisa tenang, saudara ya. Jadi dia mimpi nigo. Jesus just left the group and had to go somewhere private. Yesus tinggalin murid-muridnya lagi tidur. Dia pergi ke tempat tempat yang biasa dia. So I have my chair at my house. Jadi saya punya satu kursi di rumah saya. And another part of the house, Pastor Kelly has her chair. Dan di bagian lain rumah kami, Pastor Kelly punya kursi juga. It's a comfortable chair. Karena saya sudah duduk di kursi itu cukup lama. But it's not too comfortable of a chair. Tetapi juga bukan kursi yang terlalu nyaman banget. Where it's so comfortable that I would fall asleep in the chair. Di mana di mana ketidaknyamanan ini adalah saya tak mungkin bisa tidur di kursi. Because that would defeat the whole purpose. Kenapa? Karena kursi itu kalau saya ketiduran di situ itu akan menghancurkan tujuan daripada saya duduk di kursi untuk berdoa. So you find your solitary place. Jadi temukanlah tempat di mana kau dapat menyendiri. Have it all fixed and ready to go. Saudara bisa siapkan segala sesuatu di mana kau bisa melakukannya. Set your alarm clock. Saudara set alarm saudara. 
Don't trust the angels to wake you up. Jangan jangan berdoa tidak mereka kemudian sedar. They they have emergency call. They they have to leave your house and go somewhere else. Mungkin mereka lagi perlu melakukan pekerjaan yang berat tiba-tiba jadi dia lupa bangun sedar. Set your alarm clock. Jadi saudara kita perlu melakukan bagian kita set alarm kita. If you're if you're afraid you're still not going to get up. Kalau saudara takut saudara tak bangun. Put the alarm clock out of reach. Saudara taruh alarm saudara itu di luar jangkauan tangan saudara. So you have to get out of the bed to go turn it off. Jadi supaya saudara bisa matiin alarmnya, saudara harus keluar dari tempat tidurmu dulu. Praise the Lord. Puji Tuhan. You're gonna be okay. Dan saudara akan baik-baik saja. In America, we drink a lot of what we call the K-cup coffee. Di Amerika kita banyak minum yang namanya K-cup coffee. Yeah, you put the little cup in the machine. Saudara kita taruh satu cangkir kecil di dalam mesin. So in the morning, all we do is just push the button. Jadi pagi hari kita langsung pencet aja tombol. So the night before, I got I had my little machine already. Jadi di malam hari itu saya siapkan mesin saya. Because in the morning, I'm, I'm, it's too hard to do all this stuff. Just just push the button. Jadi di pagi hari saudara sulit untuk siapin dulu lah. Jadi tinggal pencet aja tombol. So have your little solitary place. Jadi siapkan semuanya di tempat di mana saudara bisa berdiri. And it says, and there he did what? Dan saudara apa yang dilakukan Yesus di tempat yang sunyi atau tempat menyendiri itu? And there he did what? Dia melakukan apa? Check his emails, right? Dia check email di situ. Oh, let me go to this side. Coba saya ke sini ya. There he did what? Yesus melakukan apa? He started texting, right? Dia mulai WA. He wanted to check the early edition of the news. Oh, dia pengen lihat aduh kabar berita hari ini apa ya? No, there he did what? Selain di sana dia bikin apa? There he prayed. Di sana dia berdoa. Okay, you can check the news later, right? Kita bisa ngecek berita hari ini nanti, bukan? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So you're up, you might as well pray. Saudara jadi kau bangun, engkau berdoa. Second, those who were with him searched for him. Dan kemudian murid-muridnya mencari dia. When they found him, they said to him. Dan ketika orang murid-muridnya menemukan dia, mereka berkata, Everyone is looking for you. Semua orang lagi nyari engkau, guru. Okay, so here's the promise. So this is the idea. If you get up early in the morning, kalau saudara pagi hari bangun, before the sun ever comes up, sebelum matahari terbit, and pray, dan berdoa. If you'll do that, kalau saudara melakukan itu, they'll come looking for you too. Maka akan ada orang-orang yang mencari saudara juga. In your career field, dalam bidang karir saudara, in your business, dalam bisnis saudara, with the product that you sell, dengan produk yang saudara jual, they'll come looking for you. Akan ada orang-orang yang cari saudara. Why? Kenapa? You have you have the anointing. Saudara memiliki pengurapan itu. You have the answers. Saudara memiliki jawaban itu. You have the solutions they're looking for. Saudara memiliki solusi yang mereka cari. They were all looking for Jesus. Dan dikatakan di sini mereka semua mencari Yesus. And it really is this simple. Dan solusi sederhana itu bapa ibu. If you do what he did, kalau saudara melakukan apa yang Yesus lakukan, they'll come looking for you too. Maka akan ada orang lain datang mencari saudara. That is the secret of this anointing. Demikianlah rahsia daripada pengurapan ini. But if you miss it in the morning, tapi kalau saudara melewatkan waktu pagi ini, this is what happens. Dengan apa yang terjadi? I have this. I have. We have two dogs. Kami memiliki dua ekor anjing. One of the dogs, her name is Truffles. Salah satu salah satu anjing kami namanya Truffles. And she she runs around in the room. Dan Truffles ini suka banget lari-lari mengitari ruangan. Running in a circle. Lari-lari-lari, saudara kalau tahu anjing suka tu lari berputar-putar saudara. And she's trying to catch your tail. Ngapain dia coba? Dia coba, dia coba tangkap ekornya sendiri. She's done it for years and she still has never caught her tail. Dan Travis sudah lari-lari coba kejar ekornya, tidak pernah dapat-dapat bapa ibu. And if you miss your devotional time in the morning, 
Dan kalau sedang kehilangan waktu teduhmu di pagi hari. The day starts and it just is too fast. Maka hari itu akan berlalu begitu cepat buat saya. And it's so hard to get your prayer time in later. Dan pada akhirnya saudara akhirnya tidak bisa memiliki waktu doa lagi di waktu yang lain di hari itu. And you you can pray later. That's wonderful. Saudara kau masih bisa tetap berdoa nantinya tentu saja. But there's something special in the morning. Tapi ada sesuatu yang khusus soal doa di pagi hari. And so they'll come looking for you too. Jadi ada orang-orang yang mencari saudara berkatnya. So the pastor Stephen, I received that promise. Katakan, Pastor Stephen, saya menerima janji itu. It'll work. I dare you to do it. It'll work for you. Saudara, saya saya tampak sudah lakukan ini. Ini pasti berhasil buat saudara. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Terima kasih Tuhan Yesus. Glory to God. Kemuliaan bagi Tuhan. Hallelujah. Think about it for a moment. The potential of this. You will always be in demand. Everyone is looking for you. You will rise to the top in your respected career field. Now I used to not understand what was going on in the morning. So that side dulu dia tidak mengerti apa yang terjadi di pagi hari. I still pray during other times of the day when I have free free time to do that. So that I think I still pray during the times of the day when I have free free time to do that. So that I think I still pray during the times of the day when I have free free time to do that. So that I think I still pray during the times of the day when I have free free time to do that. So that I think I still pray during the times of the day when I have free free time to do that. So that I think I still pray during the times of the day when I have free free time to do that. There, there was something unusual going on in the morning. I couldn't, I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. So that's there is something that was in the pagi hari yang saya tidak bisa tunjukkan apa itu. To me, it seemed like a different kind of anointing. Buat saya pagi hari itu memiliki pengurapan yang berbeda. And then one day the Holy Spirit revealed to me what it was. Dan kemudian Roh Kudus mulai bukakan kepada saya apa itu. And you know what it's called? Dan tahu saudara apa apa nama sebutan pengurapan itu? It's called the teaching anointing. Itu yang disebut pengurapan pengajaran. That's why it's so different. Itu sebabnya pengurapan itu berbeda. It's different than any other time of the day. Berbeda dari waktu-waktu lain di hari itu di mana kau berdoa. Okay, so I've talked before waiting on the Lord. So saya sudah bicara tentang menanti-nantikan Tuhan. We're not really going to go in that direction. Kita tak akan bicara tentang itu hari ini. But I do want to answer the question tonight. Tapi saya ingin menjawab pertanyaan itu malam ini. Because people ask me. Karena orang-orang tanya sama saya. Pastor Stephen, what do you do when you have your prayer time? Pastor Stephen, Pastor Stephen, ngapain ketika Pastor Stephen berdoa? I mean, do you just sit in the dark in your chair? Apakah Pastor Stephen cuma duduk di dalam gelap di kursi pastor? Do you just look around and maybe hope that angel shows up? Apakah Pastor Stephen cuma noleh ke kiri ke kanan menunggu ada malaikat yang muncul? I mean, what if you sit there for an hour or two hours? What are what are you actually doing? Pastor Stephen duduk di situ satu jam dua jam. Apa yang Pastor Stephen lakukan? Can we talk about that tonight in Jakarta? Boleh kita bicara tentang itu malam hari ini di Jakarta, saudara? Okay, let's talk about that. Mari kita bicara soal ini. Now. The Holy Spirit is very precise. Roh Kudus itu sangat terukur, tepat. Names are very important. Names, they're very important. Nama itu menjadi sangat penting. Isaac, Isaac, it means laughter. Artinya tertawa. Names have meaning. Nama punya arti. Nabal, it meant fool. Nabal artinya bebal. And he really lived up to his name, didn't he? Dan sungguh dia hidup seturut dengan namanya. Jesus means Savior. Yesus artinya Juruselamat. And he certainly has lived up to his name, hasn't he? Dan tentu saja Yesus hidup seturut dengan nama yang diberikan kepadanya bukan nama Islam. So Jesus said to the disciples, 
I have to leave so somebody else can come. Jadi Yesus katakan, aku harus pergi kepada bapa supaya penghibur itu datang kepada aku. They said, oh, oh Jesus, who, who's coming? Dan kemudian mereka bertanya, siapa sih yang mau datang setelah aku pergi, Yesus? He said, the Holy Spirit. Dia katakan, Roh Kudus. The Comforter. Sang Penghibur. Now stop and think about that. Mari coba berhenti di situ dan renungkan. Of all the scriptures, of all the potential descriptions Jesus could have given of the Holy Spirit, he calls him the Comforter. So dari semua deskripsi yang Tuhan Yesus bisa berikan tentang Roh Kudus, dia kasih deskripsi apa? Penghibur. Why? Mengapa? Because one of the primary roles of the Holy Spirit is to make your life comfortable. Karena salah satu peran Roh Kudus yang utama adalah membuat hidup saudara menjadi terhibur atau comfortable, nyaman. I'm here to tell you tonight that comfort is from God. Saya mau katakan kepada saudara malam hari ini, rasa nyaman itu datang dari Tuhan. Pain, rasa sakit, frustration, frustasi, sickness, disease, sakit penyakit, humiliation, rasa malu. All of that is from the devil. Semua itu dari si iblis. God wants your life to be comfortable. Tuhan mau hidup saudara comfortable, nyaman. So in these times of teaching, jadi dalam waktu-waktu pengajaran ini. The Holy Spirit starts putting your life in order. Maka Roh Kudus akan mulai menyusun hidup saudara. Now, when Elijah encountered the false prophets of Baal, ketika Elia menghadapi nabi-nabi palsunya Baal, Elijah had to rebuild the altar. Kita katakan Elia harus membangun kembali mesbah itu. And it says he put all the stones back in order. Dan kita katakan dia kembali menaruh batu-batu mesbah itu pada tempat yang sesuai. And in these teaching sessions, God starts putting your life in order. Dan dalam sesi pengajaran sore hari ini, maka Tuhan sedang menaruh kembali bagian-bagian hidup saudara sesuai dengan tempatnya. The Holy Spirit will go through your life like a comb, combing your hair, very, very nice. Roh Kudus akan datang ke dalam hidup saudara seperti sebuah sisir yang akan menyisir rambut saudara dengan rapi. He wants to talk with you about everything. Roh Kudus ingin ngobrol dengan kita tentang segala macam hal. He'll talk with you about the way you treat your spouse. Roh Kudus akan bicara kepada kita tentang bagaimana kita memperlakukan pasangan kita. He'll talk with you about how you treat people. Dia akan berbicara kepada kita mengenai bagaimana kita memperlakukan orang lain. He'll talk with you about all kinds of stuff. Roh Kudus akan berbicara segala macam hal kepada kita. And he begins to put your life in beautiful order that agrees with the Bible. Dan Roh Kudus akan mulai merapihkan hidup kita seturut dengan firman Tuhan. And he brings your life into a place of dignity and honor. Dan Roh Kudus akan membawa kehidupan kita ke tempat, ke sebuah titik di mana di situ hidup kita menjadi bermartabat dan penuh hormat. And he teaches you to remove all reproach and shame off of your life. Dan Roh Kudus akan mengajarkan kepada kita untuk menyingkirkan segala rasa malu, rasa aib dari dalam hidup kita. So he talks about all kinds of things. Jadi Roh Kudus akan bicara banyak hal kepada kita. And this is one of the things you're going to get to in your times of early morning prayer. Dan dan ini adalah hal yang harus didapatkan di waktu-waktu doa pagi saudara. Now remember, he wants to make your life comfortable. Ingat saudara, Roh Kudus ingin membuat hidup kita comfortable, menjadi nyaman, menjadi 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 terhibur. Tell the person on your left, I like comfort. Bilang orang kiri, bilang orang di sebelah kiri saudara, saya suka kenyamanan. Tell the person on the other side, I don't like discomfort. Saya bilang orang sebelah kanan saya, saya tidak suka anda nyaman. Glory to God. I'm going to take a drink of this. Saya akan minum ini. It's good for my throat. Ini baik buat tenggorokan saya. It also has a comfortable taste. Dan rasanya juga nyaman sudah. 
But I think drinking is hot. It's good for my throat. Jadi tapi alasan utamanya karena karena panas dan baik buat keperluan saya. Okay, so you're gonna be like Jesus. Jadi mari jadi seperti Yesus. You're gonna get up early in the morning. You're gonna go seek the face of God. You're gonna go sit in your chair. And you're ready to pray. You pray through the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. You go through the Lord's Prayer. You pray the prayers of the Apostle Paul. As recorded in Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 3. You go through the epistles and you pray all the prayers of Paul. But you're still sitting in your chair. And things begin to happen. Here's one thing that happens right here. Isaiah chapter 48. Please turn there. Isaiah chapter 48. Verse 17. Now the angels of God are going to be very, very active tonight. Something's going to shift. Something's going to shift in your life. Your life's going to get a lot more comfortable. And you are going to be empowered to make other people's life comfortable. Dan segera akan diberikan kuasa untuk membuat hidup orang lain menjadi nyaman, menjadi terhibur juga. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 17. Let's say his name tonight. Jesus. Amen. He's your Redeemer. The Holy One of Israel. He says, I am the Lord your God. Who teaches you to do what? Who teaches you to do what? Who teaches you to be poor? Is that what the Bible says? Does God teach you to be poor? Can I ask you a real spiritual question tonight? Do you really, do you really need anybody to teach you how to be poor? Do you have to go to a special college to be taught how to be poor? Dr. Jedediah, please lay your hands on me and empower me to be poor. Dr. Jedediah, tolong doakan saya, Dr. Dan doain saya spesialiskin. No, 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 no. You don't need any help to go downhill. Saudara, kau tidak perlu pertolongan untuk merosot. Tidak perlu ditolong orang supaya kau merosot. Tidak perlu. But you need power to go uphill. Tapi kau perlu diberdayakan supaya kau dapat naik. Okay. What does Jesus teach you by the Holy Spirit to do? He teaches you profit. Also, while you're sitting in that chair, the sun hasn't come up yet, and you're spending time with the Lord, there's teaching going on. 
Are you ready to be taught by the master teacher himself? How would you like to be taught by the same God who made Abraham very rich? How would you like to be taught by the financial advisor that got Solomon wealthy? Well, that's your teacher. If that can't get you up out of bed in the morning, I don't really know what else can. Hallelujah, there's some very interesting classes in the school of the spirit. Okay, so teaching implies there's instructions being given. So I need to be very open with you tonight. God has a place for you at the top only if you're interested. Only if you're interested. God has a place for you to rise to the very top of blessing and prosperity and joy, but only if you are really interested in His. If you really want to go, trust me, He knows how to get you there. Those in the body of Christ who are blessed and have wealth, you, you cannot look at their life and say, oh, they're just lucky. You can't look at their life and say, well, maybe it was just accidental blessing. No, it is a result of having been taught by the Lord. But to be taught means that we also have to be humble in our hearts. Have you ever met those people? They already think they know everything. They, they think they need to tell all the angels to sit down. They need to teach the angels. <laughs> and this is something that's very amazing about God. If you don't want to be taught, he will not waste time with you. He, he loves you. And you can still go to heaven. But you can go to heaven and also be unteachable at the same time. Who teaches you to what? Please say it. It's not, it's not a dirty word. Please say it. Who teaches you to do what? Praise God. Hallelujah. Pastor Stephen, I thought in these sessions while I prayed, I thought all it was just—I thought it was just spiritual stuff. Well, this is very spiritual. Anything in the Bible is spiritual. So there's teaching going on. Who leads you by the way you should go? Two things. When you get up in the morning, sit in that chair. 
menyusunnya atau menyendiri itu two things going on. Ada dua hal yang terjadi. Number one teaching. Yang pertama pengajaran. Number two. Yang kedua leading. Ada tuntunan. Say it. Say teaching. Katakan pengajaran. Leading. Tuntunan. Say it again. Say teaching. Katakan sekali lagi teaching. And say leading. Leading. Tuntunan. And it goes on over and over, and that's why you need to be in those classes. Dan kalau kau bangun setiap hari maka pengajaran tuntunan itu akan kau terima hari demi hari demi hari lebih besar. Sometimes we've been taught wrong. Kadang-kadang kita diajarin salah. I grew up in church. I think I was just about born in church. I was raised in church. Anytime the church doors were open, we were in church. My father was a very godly man. He's in heaven today. But while we were in church, we loved the Lord. But we didn't have a lot of knowledge. Kami tidak punya banyak pengertian yang cukup. And the pastor would preach with great zeal. Dan pendeta akan tumpah dengan dengan gaya yang luar biasa. God does not want you to have any of this world's goods. Tuhan tidak menginginkan kau memiliki segala sesuatu yang ada di dunia ini. Stay away from money. Jauhi uang. Let your soul be damned in the hell. Kenapa kau tidak mau kecilkan orang berakhir di neraka? Oh, we don't want anything to do with money. Oh, kita tidak mau terkena. We didn't realize we were ignorant. We love Jesus. We just didn't know about the covenant. We knew about the covenant of salvation that gave forgiveness of sins. But in other areas, just like the light was just turned off. Selain tetapi di bagian perjanjian yang lain, sepertinya lampu di area perjanjian itu dipadamkan. And the devil must have just laughed. Dan iblis ketawa-ketawa. Because the man of God preaching. Karena hamba Tuhan berkhotbah. Would you believe his name was actually Pastor Rich? Tahu, saudara percaya ya khotbah itu namanya Pastor Rich, pendeta, namanya Rich Rich, artinya kaya. Now you would think he had some money. Saudara, saudara pasti berpikir oh dia punya uang bukan? But he was one of the Poorest pastors you've ever met in your life. His own shoes wore out. Only had one suit. Suit was totally wore out. His pair of slacks were just about wore out. It made me and my brothers very nervous. Itu membuat saya dan saudara-saudara saya menjadi takut. Because he would have to go up every Sunday morning, go up the steps. Karena setiap kali dia naik ke atas bimbang. Reach over, pick his Bible up. Ya, ambil alkitabnya. But every time he'd reach over. Dan setiap kali dia ambil alkitabnya. Those old slacks were wore out so thin. Saudara, bolongan-bolongan yang ada di celana dia begitu tipis. We thought his pants were about to split open. Kita pikir karena sudah sudah nyaris robek seperti itu, celananya akan robek seluruhnya. We were poor. Saudara kami kami sungguh sungguh But at least we were saving praise God. That's why there's teaching. Because sometimes we've been taught wrong. The Holy Spirit begins to unveil the scriptures. And gives you understanding of them. So he's teaching. 
pengajaran and is also leading. Dan bukan hanya kita diajar tapi dia juga memimpin menuntun kita. Because there is a path God has for every single one of you. Karena ada ada jalan, ada jalur yang Tuhan miliki buat setiap kita. There is a prosperity plan God has for every single one of you. Ada rencana keberhasilan kemakmuran yang Tuhan miliki buat setiap kita. And if you follow that plan, you will go to the top. Dan kalau sudah ikuti rencana itu, maka sudah akan sampai ke puncak. It has nothing to do with luck. Saudara ini tidak ada urusannya sama keberuntungan. You don't have to play the lottery. Saudara tidak perlu beli lotre untuk itu. You don't have to find the lost rich uncle. Saudara tidak perlu cari harta karun yang sudah terkenal. Just be taught and led. Saudara cuma perlu diajar dan dipimpin. Glory to God. Kemuliaan bagi Tuhan. Say glory to God. Katakan glory to God. Kemuliaan bagi Tuhan. Glory to God. Kemuliaan bagi Tuhan. So that's what's going on in your prayer time. Ini yang terjadi dalam waktu doa saudara. As you sit there in prayer. Saat saudara duduk dan berdoa. Having wonderful fellowship with the Lord. Saudara berfellowship dengan Tuhan. Jesus. Jesus. And God can give you visions and revelations. Dan Tuhan dapat menerima saudara penglihatan dan mohon. And He'll show you where He's taking you before you even get there. Dan Tuhan akan tunjukkan kepada saudara Dia akan bawa saudara ke Titik mana bahkan sebelum sudah sampai di sini. And he'll show you that you are a king and a priest in Christ, his son. Dan dia akan menunjukkan kepada saudara bahwa kita adalah imam dan raja dalam Kristus putra yang kita. And your calling is to rule and reign. Dan panggilan saudara adalah untuk memerintah bersama-sama dengan dia. Not to be defeated and humiliated. Panggilan kita bukan untuk dipermalukan. Panggilan kita bukan untuk dikalahkan. The world has been showing off for too long. Dunia sudah terlalu lama menampilkan dirinya sendiri. While the church has been humiliated, dan gereja selama ini terus-terus dipermalukan, but the glory is coming to the church. Tapi kemuliaan Tuhan akan dicurahkan atas gerejanya, and the covenant will get you into the glory. Dan perjanjian itu akan membawa saudara masuk ke dalam kemuliaan. Saya bersih. Katakan sama-sama, saya terima. See, I don't envy any sinner on this earth. Saudara, saya tidak iri kepada setiap pendosa di muka bumi ini. I don't care how much money they have. Saya tidak peduli seberapa banyak uang yang mereka miliki. A sinner with a lot of money, seorang pendosa yang punya banyak uang, is a poor person with money. Saudara adalah orang miskin yang punya uang. They are spiritually poor with money. Saudara secara rohani mereka miskin, dia tapi uangnya banyak. So if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul, saudara engkau dapat memiliki seluruh dunia tapi engkau kehilangan jiwamu. But the blessing of the Lord, tapi berkat Tuhan. Makes you rich. Yang menjadikan kita kaya. And when God blesses you, dan ketika Tuhan yang berkati kita, it's not crooked riches. Saudara itu bukan kekayaan hasil pekerjaan kotor. You didn't scheme your way into it. Saudara kita tidak mengatur siasat untuk mendapatkan kekayaan itu. You didn't manipulate people. Kita tidak memanipulasi manusia atau orang lain untuk mendapatkan kekayaan itu. You didn't take bribes or pay people off. Saudara itu bukan kekayaan hasil suap, hasil sokongan. And so God's blessing makes you rich, and He adds no sorrow with it. Berkat Tuhan yang menjadikan kita kaya dan susah payah tidak menambahinya. Can you say Hallelujah? Boleh katakan Hallelujah? I'm just telling you God's way is so much better than the world's way. Amen. Saya mau katakan kepada saudara jalan-jalan Tuhan jauh lebih baik dari jalan-jalan dunia. And I believe in this room. Dan saya percaya dalam ruang ini. That you are anointed for visions and revelations. Bahwa saudara diurapi untuk mendapatkan penglihatan dan pengetahuan. I believe this is a room full of people that can hear from God. Saya percaya bahwa ini adalah ruangan yang diurapi orang orang yang dapat mendengar suara Tuhan. And I believe this room is very very teachable. Dan saya percaya di ruangan ini adalah orang orang yang sangat mau untuk diajar. 
I believe, as we would say in America, that God actually has a prosperity plan to make many of you very wealthy. Saudara bahwa Tuhan memiliki rencana kemakmuran untuk membuat banyak dari saudara tempat ini menjadi sangat kaya. See in America we call it multi-millionaire. di Amerika kami menyebutnya sebagai multimillionaire. But God wants to raise many of you up. Tapi karena Tuhan memang ingin mengangkat banyak dari saudara. To be great financial champions. Untuk menjadi juara-juara dalam hal finansial. Dr. Jedediah. Dr. Jedediah. He has a heart like Abraham. Dr. Jedediah, Dr. Jedediah itu memiliki hati seperti Abraham. This is what I mean by that. Ini yang saya maksud. He gets more excited about giving. He lives to give. Dr. Tang itu hidup untuk memberi. Dia lebih bersuka cinta untuk memberi. See, most Christians want to receive. Saudara banyak orang Kristen pengennya menerima. And they didn't receive it as well. Saudara menerima itu menyenangkan. Don't misunderstand. Jangan salah pahami saya. But Jesus said, the one that gives is greater than the one that receives. Jesus katakan lebih berbahagia dia memberi daripada dia menerima. Because when you're the giver, you become like God. Karena kalau engkau suka memberi, maka engkau menjadi serupa dengan Tuhan yang suka memberi. And there is a part. More exciting to give. You touch the divine nature when you give. And of course, when you give now, now you're setting yourself up for harvest. God's angels want to help you get into a new level of prosperity. Say yes. Katakan yes. This is why you need to get up early in the morning to pray. Itu sebabnya kau harus bangun pagi untuk berdoa. You you want to have a close walk with God. Serah kau tidak berjalan dekat dengan Tuhan. But see, this is where some people miss it. Serah ini seringkali orang luput atau melewatkan hal ini. And I see a lot of Pentecostals miss it. Saya melihat kelup hal-hal diluputkan oleh orang Pentecostal seringkali di sini. Sometimes Pentecostals put all the emphasis on tongues. Terkadang banyak gereja Pentakosta itu terlalu terlalu menekankan dalam bahasa roh. And I do speak in tongues a lot. Saudara saya berdoa dalam bahasa roh banyak kali. But the the emphasis is not on the tongues. The emphasis actually is on manifestation of power. Saudara sebenarnya penekanannya seharusnya bukan pada bahasa roh, tetapi pada manifestasi dari kuasa. Yes, when you're filled with the Spirit, you will speak with other tongues. Saudara, ya, ketika kamu dipenuhi Roh Kudus, kamu akan berbicara dalam bahasa bahasa lainnya. But the primary manifestation is actually power. Tetapi manifestasi utamanya dari Roh Kudus itu adalah kuasa. As the Apostle Paul said, seperti Rasul Paulus katakan, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christus, the power and wisdom of God, adalah kuasa dan hikmatnya Tuhan. So he leads with power. Jadi dia memimpin dengan kuasa. So you must move from a place of having close walk with God. So that's it. But you must also tie into the power. Tapi saudara juga harus merangkul kuasa yang dia berikan. So that you have a close walk with God. Saudara berjalan dekat dengan Tuhan. And you have proofs in your life. Dan engkau dapat membuktikannya lewat hidupmu. When sinners see you. Ketika orang-orang berdosa, berdosa, berdosa yang melihat saudara. Sinners that they are not spiritual. Para penusa itu mereka belum rohani. So they need proofs. Jadi mereka perlu bukti. Proof that what you believe actually works for you. Bahwa bukti dari yang engkau percayai sungguh-sungguh bekerja lewat saudara. And this is what Jesus said. Dan ini yang Yesus katakan. Wisdom is justified by children. 
Hikmah itu dibenarkan oleh anak-anak. What are the children? Di mana anak-anak? Proof that what you teach and believe is manifest. Bukti daripada apa yang kau ajarkan dan yang kau berikan itu dimanifestasikan. The prophet said, based on Isaiah 48, you just he just read to you about verse 18. He says that the Holy Spirit will lead you to the way of profitability. Profit, there's a power to prosper. I believe the power to prosper is here. Amen. And he's going to pray a blessing over all that have God given tonight. Dr. Oral Roberts. Dr. Oral Roberts. After over 50 years of ministry, setelah lebih dari lima puluh tahun melayani, was asked a question. Menanyakan satu pertanyaan. What is the greatest revelation he received during his time on earth? Saudara dia ditanyakan bahwa apa kewajiban terbesar selama dia hidup di muka bumi. This is what he said that. The greatest thing he ever understood that God revealed to him. Yeah, dan Dr. Oral Roberts menjawab hal ini. Hal yang paling besar yang Tuhan pernah singkapkan kepada dia. That you can take a seed. Bahwa kau dapat mengambil benih. And give it a specific assignment. Dan memberikan penugasan khusus. And it comes back as a harvest in that specific area. Dan akan kembali sebagai tuwayan dalam area yang dia ditugaskan. So you have just put seed before the throne of God. But you need to give your seed an assignment. So that God can multiply a harvest back to you. So right now the Holy Spirit. Who leads you right. Let him help you identify. What's best that you just sowed for? What are you sowing for? Biarkan dia menuntun kepada saudara menyingkapkan apa kepada hal apa saudara tabur sore ini. If you sow watermelon seeds, what do you get? Kalau saudara tabur biji semangka, yang tumbuh apa? 
What kind of a harvest do you get? Tuayanya apa? Oranges, jeruk, apples. You get watermelons. So that pasti dapat semangka. What's this fragrance coming through right now? Saudara, ruang besi surga, penyimpanan harta di surga. See, all money is minted. Saudara, semua uang di sana itu dikasih mint, saudara. Tahu saudara ada 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 ruang besi mint. Perbedaan surga sudah terbuka saudara. Hallelujah. So, so the Lord has accepted your seed. Amen. Jadi Tuhan terima tabungan saudara. So what kind of harvest do you need? Jadi tuayan seperti apa yang saudara perlukan? Because he's going to give you a harvest on your seed. Tuhan akan kasih tuayan itu buat saudara. Husbands and wives, suami istri, just look at each other and say, what do we need as a harvest? Mari lihat anda istri mengandang suamimu bilang kita perlu tuayan apa sayang? Others, just just ask yourself, what do I need Holy Spirit for my harvest? Yang lain mari tanya Tuhan aku perlu apa tuayan apa? Because Each seed produces after its kind. Amen. Karena benih itu akan menghasilkan dari jenis benih itu. Semangka hasilnya semangka. Order creation. Jadi kalian mau cikau tu. Okay, you got it. In your spirit, you know what it is. Sudah sudah tangkap. Tahu apa yang apa yang harus dikau tuai sekarang. Okay, just lift your hands to the Lord. Mari kita berdoa sama-sama. Heavenly Father. Bapa Surgawi. Bless your people. Berikan umatmu. Multiply back to them. Lipat gandakan buat mereka. The seed they sown. Benih yang sudah ditaburkan. With the most amazing harvest. Dengan tuayan yang paling besar. As your servant. Sebagai hambaMu. I ask. Aku minta kepadaMu. That their harvest. With tuayan mereka. On this seed. Dari benih yang mereka sudah tabur. Their harvest, I pray, come back to them before this year is up. Bapa sebelum tahun ini berakhir mereka sudah menuai. Amen. Pasti menuai. Amen. So Isaac, Isaac sowed in famine. Isak menabur di tengah kelaparan. And reap one hundredfold. Dan menuai seratus kali ganda. When? Twenty years later? Kapan sebenarnya? Dua puluh tahun kemudian? That same year. Di tahun yang sama. Do you really believe God can give harvest to you before this year is up? Saudara saya cuma siap kasih tuanya sebelum tahun ini berakhir. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Bukankah Tuhan kita luar biasa? We got just a little bit more time before we take a break. Kita masih punya sedikit waktu sebelum kita ada break. Let's dig a little more deeper into the covenant. Mari masuk lebih dalam dalam perjanjian ini. Wow, something amazing has happened. That's right. Something amazing has happened. Something amazing has happened. Something amazing has happened. I don't want to. I don't want to move too fast off this spot. Dan saya tidak mau kita bergerak terlalu cepat dari bagian ini. The enemy has tried to humiliate some of you. Saudara iblis berusaha untuk mempermalukan beberapa dari saudara. But I see financial dignity being restored to your life. Amen. Tapi saya lihat ada martabat finansial yang sedang dikembalikan dalam hidup saudara. Amen. Okay, so I want to go back to a few things I was saying just a minute ago. Saudara saya akan kembali kepada beberapa hal yang saya sudah sampaikan beberapa minit yang lalu. Unbelievers do not understand spiritual truths. Orang-orang orang-orang yang belum percaya mereka tidak mengerti kebenaran rohani. All they understand is what they see with their natural eye. Yang mereka percayai cuma apa yang mereka lihat dengan mata jasmani mereka. So the Bible says the glory of the Lord will be seen on you. Alkitab katakan sebab kemuliaan Tuhan akan terbit terlihat di atasmu. God wants to show off through you. Tuhan ingin pamer kemuliaannya lewat saudara. You're not supposed to look at them and envy them. Saudara bukan kita yang iri sama mereka seharusnya. They're supposed to look at you and envy you. Harusnya mereka lihat kita, mereka iri sama apa yang Tuhan kasih buat kita. They are supposed to be mystified, puzzled by your life because you're so blessed. Mereka harusnya tercengang-cengang, mereka harusnya terkagum-kagum. Kenapa hidup saudara sangat diberkati? They're supposed to look at you and 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 think what's What's working so good for you? Seharusnya mereka yang melihat hidup saudara dan mulai bertanya-tanya dengan heran, kenapa segala sesuatunya berhasil bekerja dengan baik dalam hidupmu? And then from that platform of blessing, dan dari 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 pijakan berkat Tuhan itulah, then you share the gospel with them. Maka saudara membagikan Injil kepada mereka. Not looking up to them saying, Can you please help? Bukan malah kita yang melihat kepada mereka yang bilang, Aduh tolong saya. No, but from a position of strength. Tidak, saudara. Tetapi engkau harus berangkat dari pijakan kekuatan. And you just said it's the blessing of the Lord. Dan kau katakan kepada mereka itu semua karena berkat Tuhan. And that's where it originated. It all originates from God. Dan itu semua memang berasal dari Tuhan. Which is why God speaking to the prophet Isaiah. Itu sebabnya Tuhan berkata kepada Nabi Yesaya. Said, look to Abraham your father. Dan Tuhan katakan lihat kepada Abraham bapa bapa moyang. Your mother. Lihat kepada Sarah, ibu atau nenek moyangmu. Speaking of Abraham, berbicara mengenai Abraham. God said, I called him. Tuhan katakan, Aku lah yang memanggil dia. I blessed him. Aku lah yang memberkati dia. I increased him. Aku lah yang buat dia bertambah kaya. Oh, Pastor Stephen, that person just lucky. Pastor Stephen, Abraham beruntung aja. They were born under a certain zodiac, lucky star. Mereka mereka lahir di bawah zodiak tertentu, di bawah bintang keberuntungan. No, they are practitioners of the covenant. Tidak, saudara. Orang-orang itu adalah orang-orang yang melakukan perjanjian dengan Tuhan. That covenant that worked for Abraham. Perjanjian yang berhasil bekerja buat Abraham. Will work for anybody that will work it. Dapat berhasil juga buat setiap orang yang mau hidup di dalam perjanjian itu. The covenant does not care where you live. Saudara perjanjian itu tak perlu seorang yang di mana. Pastor Stephen and all the works of America. Pastor Stephen perjanjian itu kaya buat orang Amerika doang deh. No, no, it's not affected by geographical location. Saudara perjanjian ini tidak dibatasi oleh lokasi geografis. 
It's not limited by skin color. It will work for anybody that will work it. Berhasil buat siapa saja yang mau hidup mengerjakan perjanjian itu. So tonight, you're tying into that covenant. Jadi malam hari ini kau sudah mengikatkan dirimu kepada perjanjian yang kuat kuat sekarang. Kau sudah naik. You're going up. Kau sudah naik. Thank you, Jesus. Terkasih Tuhan Yesus. Glory to God. Kemuliaan bagi Tuhan. Glory to God. Kemuliaan bagi Tuhan. What is the anchor stone of this covenant? Saudara, apa batu dasar pinjakan fondasi daripada perjanjian ini? What is the supporting pillar that holds it up? Apa tiang-tiang penyangga perjanjian ini sehingga perjanjian ini dapat terbangun begitu rupa? Show it to you in one verse, and then we'll take a break. Saudara, saya akan tunjukkan satu ayat, lalu kita akan ambil istirahat sebentar. Genesis. Kejadian. Genesis chapter eight. Kejadian pasal delapan. And let's let's go to verse 22. It says, "While the earth remains, selama bumi masih ada, ask yourself this question. Tanya kepada diri kita pertanyaan ini. Is the earth still here? Apakah bumi masih ada? Is it still here? Apakah bumi masih ada di sini? Are we on Mars tonight? Apa kita di Mars malam ini? The earth is still here, right? Bumi masih di sini kan ya, orang cerai ya? Then this covenant is still working. Maka perjanjian Tuhan tetap bekerja buat kita. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Jika dalam musim menabur, call the dean. Musim menuai jika dan panas. Winter and summer. Kemarau dan hujan. Day and night. Siang dan malam. Shall not cease. Tidak akan pernah berhenti. The covenant is anchored on seed time harvest. Sebenarnya berjan berjanjian itu dikatakan didasarkan dalam musim menabur menuai. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bujilah Tuhan Yesus. It will work if you work it. Saudara perjanjian ini dapat bekerja kalau kau mau mengerjakannya. Saudara saya nampak pewahyuan dari Tuhan satu kali. It almost made me fall out of my chair. Saudara dan dan ini nyaris membuat saya membuat saya terjatuh dari kursi saya. It kind of shocked my religious thinking. Dan pewahyuan ini sungguh-sungguh mengejutkan buat pemikiran agamawi saya. This is what the Holy Spirit said. Ini orang Kristen. God doesn't determine your income. Tuhan tidak menetapkan pemasukanmu. He said, "You do." Kamu yang tetapi berapa pemasukanmu? Oh no, Pastor Stephen, my job determines my income. Oh bukan Pastor Stephen, pekerjaan saya itu pemasukan saya. My boss determines my income. This is how much I get from my paycheck. Bos saya yang tentuin pemasukan saya, gaji saya dia yang tentukan. God determines my income. Oh Tuhan yang tetapkan pemasukan saya berapa? No, he doesn't. You do. Surah Buka Tuhan menetapkan pemasukan surah. Engkau yang punya pusat untuk menetapkan pemasukan surah. I can prove it. Saya bisa buktikan itu. Think about the farmer. Coba, coba renungkan seorang petani. Let's think about the natural. Mari kita, mari kita lihat hal-hal yang alami. Same thing in the spiritual. Hal yang sama dan berlaku di alam roh. The farmer. Seorang petani pertanian. Who determines? His harvest. Siapa yang menentukan tua yang apa yang akan dia peroleh? Oh, God does, Pastor Stephen. Oh, Tuhan, Tuhan yang menentukan tua yang dia apa? No, He doesn't. Bukan Tuhan. I don't, I don't see Jesus out there in His field sowing any seed. Bukan, bukan Yesus yang yang tabur benih padi itu kan di ladang. The farmer determines his harvest by the seed he sows. Saudara petani menentukan tua yang apa yang akan dia dapatkan berapa yang dia dapatkan ketika dia menabur jumlah benih di ladangnya. 
And based on what he sows is what he's going to reap. Dan berdasarkan apa yang dia tabur itu yang akan dia tuai. So God doesn't determine your harvest. You do. Jadi bukan Tuhan yang tentukan tuaian saudara seberapa. Saudara yang menentukan itu. All this being unveiled. Semua ini disingkapkan. Mysteries of the covenant. Misteri perjanjian. Sitting in the chair in the dark. Duduk di kursi di gelapnya pagi-pagi buta. At four o'clock in the morning. Jam empat pagi. Before we take a break, sebelum kita istirahat, what are the two things that take place? Apa dua hal yang dapat terjadi? While you sit in that chair, ketika sudah duduk di kursi doa saudara. What's the first one? Yang pertama, teaching. Pengajaran. What's the second one? Apa yang kedua? Pimpinan tuntunan. You come back to your chair the second day. Saudara besok kembali lagi. What's taking place? Apa yang terjadi? Teaching. Teaching. What happens now also? Apa lagi? Tuntunan. Teaching. Pengajaran. And before you know it, you've arrived in your destination. Dan sebelum saudara sadar, Tuhan bawa saudara sampai destinasi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now tell the person on your left. Bilang kepada orang sedar kiri. I have contacted the covenant. I have made contact with the covenant. Saya sudah berjumpa dengan perjanjian. Tell the person on the right. Sekarang bilang kepada anak. I'll see you at the top. Dan saya akan ketemu kamu di puncak sama-sama. That's where God's taking me. Di situ Tuhan akan bawa kita ke puncak sama-sama. And I have it in stone. Dan saya sudah mendapatkannya hari ini. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.